Welcome to Urgent Care. My name is Joel Kim Booster. Who am I looking at in this gorgeous Saturday morning? Chelsea Jacobson! <laughs> <laughs> and me, Mitra Johari, our co-host. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. We're coming to you much earlier than we normally are on a Saturday morning, so the energy might be a little bit loopier than normal. Could be, be great. Born. Could be boring. Could be bad. Who can say? <laughs> we'll find I out. Have, <laughs> I have had a cold brew and a breakfast burrito already, so I'm ready and rearing to go. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. I know. I that know. rocks. I know. A good breakfast burrito? Nothing. It was bad. That's a bummer. Because I yeah. was about to say a bad breakfast burrito, you just got a brick in your stomach. And for mm-hmm. what? And, and for that's what? what's going on. That's what's going on with me today. I will tell you that. You guys. Well, you have very urgent. cute sort of sort of looking bedhead, which is it, it, very cutie. <laughs> There's nothing to be done. There's nothing I, to be done about I'm it. I'm taking a little screenshot from my personal collection. You know what it is? It's very, um, this is like the hairstyle that like, like the boys I had a crush on in high school had. Where <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening for me. It's like that that is sort of unlocking. <laughs> okay, I love that. I, I I'll take that. I appreciate that. You I guys, remember are- Can I tell a quick story? Yeah. When I was in high school, um I for some reason I snuck my friend Charles into my house, into my bedroom, sexy, to give him a haircut because we decided oh. that I would be good at giving a haircut, and he wanted to like we were like I I don't even think we were hooking we never it ever hooked up but I don't even think the plan was to hook up the plan was just let's give him this crazy haircut because we saw it in a movie and. I couldn't do it. Of course I couldn't do it. And it looked like shit. It looked so bad. <laughs> but I I just like sort of flashed back to that and um, just want to issue so a, a public apology. To, my hair looks like shit is what you're no, saying. No, I'm saying we were talking about high school boys and hair and I gave a really bad haircut to someone, which is not what I'm seeing on my screen. I told okay. you, you reminded me of the people I had a crush on. And okay. they were hot. Okay. I guess I'll take your word for it. Combative in the AM. <laughs> <laughs> Different vibe for me. Um, you guys, this is Urgent Care. We're an advice podcast. We give advice. Um, it's the last time I'm going to explain the podcast to you. Okay. At this point, we're almost a hundred episodes in. If you don't know what our podcast is about, then get the fuck out. Are we okay? going to like, do anything special for hundred? <laughs> well, what, Chelsea, what episode are we on actually right now? Do like you know? a million. Let me look. <laughs> I think that's still like months away. So maybe we'll be able to do talk a live, live on camp. Yeah. Oh, a live show. 76. I think we should do a live show for 100. <gasps> wow. And I that's when we, we can. That's when we'll finally do Chandelier. Yes. We'll finally perform Chandelier live. 
for a, a live audience. Wow. And that I hope that's my first live show. <laughs> I hope so too, honestly. Um, I mean, I've already had a couple, um, but, but it could be mine. Yeah, it could be yours. Um, Mitra, how the hell are you? I'm pretty good. Um, I am really tired. Um, not just because of the early morning, just this week, the past couple weeks have been really physically demanding, but, um, overall feeling pretty, pretty good. I, I, I really like, I've just been making an active effort to spend a lot more time outside. And that has been really nice. Seattle's such a pretty place. I feel like sort of, um, like my the people who are local and work on our crew are feeling very gaslit because they're the ones who are like the whole time they're like not real that's not the right word but but the the weather the whole time we're here they're like but the weather here is horrible all the time and uh it's only been beautiful since I've gotten here and it's only been beautiful the whole time that I've ever been here so I don't really know what they're talking about and I don't believe them and I don't think what they're saying is true wow. and it's only ever beautiful in Seattle who um, can bring the sun Sunshine. Dunga, dunga, dunga. Yep, that's all I knew too. <laughs> the candy man can. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of it. Um, I had really good pizza last night. Okay. <laughs> How are you? Really going into the the food diary. We knew it's time to end. Um, <laughs> I'm doing okay. As readers will remember, I. Um, was suffering from a stomach flu or what I thought was a stomach flu last week. Horrific, remember, shitting yes. in the bed, wrapping a towel around myself as a diaper, that sort of vibe. <laughs> right. And come to find out, come to find out this following week, it was actually not a stomach flu. It was in fact, say it with me, a stomach parasite you get from eating ass. <laughs> oh. I did. I ate you, ass. You always find a way to surprise me, Joel. Yeah. You always... <laughs> just when I think the story of you shitting your bed and then laying next to it couldn't get worse, it turns out there's there's a little someone living in there <laughs> making yeah. it happen. So yeah, is it my, fixed? It's fixed now. It's fixed. My Shigella has been aborted. Um, she is gone out of my body. Um, but it was kind of funny. My... My doctor called me and she was like, okay, so you have this and like, there's, there's a couple of ways you can get it. Um, and she's, and she knows me really well. And she was like, have you been drinking out of any rivers or streams lately? <laughs> I was I, like, what are the other? Um, let's see. Were you doing, um, humanitarian work in New Zealand? <laughs> um, were you on the top of a skyscraper, but a very specific skyscraper? <laughs> the CN Tower in Toronto? No. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, Asia, I was like, Asia, you know, I've not been drinking out of rivers and streams. Okay. You <laughs> You know exactly what I've been dipping my little tongue into. It's not a river and it's not a stream. Um, and, and the crazy thing is, is I know exactly whose ass it is too. And it's not somebody I know well enough to like tell them and confront them. It's just... Oh my God, you have to... Wait, okay. So is this the kind of thing where like you, they should know? Or like what's the, what's, what's um, the etiquette for a parasite in the ass? Unclear. Unclear. Because it's unclear to me if like they have it 
or it's just something you generally get from eating poo, you know? Mm. Okay. Well, you should send them a, a like a link to the trailer for the movie Parasite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, we hey, say, if you like this, you're going to love your ass. <laughs> I thought you were going to say send them a message on LinkedIn. Um, and I oh. was like, that is another option. That is certainly another option for me. And, and why um, LinkedIn? I don't know. I thought you, I don't know. Something about LinkedIn. You said link, and I my brand immediately went to LinkedIn. You should send them um, a LinkedIn message. I love LinkedIn. You should send mm-hmm. them a LinkedIn message with a hey. quality with a quality website and a, a place where you can put your resume. You can send anyone a LinkedIn message. <laughs> That's my copy for LinkedIn if they ever want to advertise. <laughs> We're auditioning for LinkedIn today with a quality Please website. Us. <laughs> it's never been more intuitive to upload your resume to the internet. And network. <laughs> um, yeah. So other than that, <clears throat> I'm in Chicago right now. I'm about to surprise my mom for Mother's Day. I hope she absolutely freaks the fuck out and falls Cute. to the ground. And we go viral as a family. There's nothing that brings a family together like going viral together. Um, I think it can only on be good for you guys to go viral at this yeah. time. At this time. At this time. <laughs> at this specific time. Now more um, than ever, Joel mm-hmm. must go viral. <laughs> well, and she already was. Well, I guess Parasite isn't viral. Never mind. What's the, I would prefer. Oh. <laughs> I'm bringing it back to the Shigella, babe. I'm bringing it back to the Shigella. Shigella. That sounds. I, like an Doesn't Italian it dish. Yes. It sounds gorgeous. I'm, and so I'm going to just get the salad and the shigella. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's funny because I got it from tossing someone's salad. Um, <laughs> okay. Listen, wow. full disclosure, you guys, this week, Mitra um, has a heart out. It's going to be a shorter up for us this week. Um <laughs> So we have to get to these cup dates. We just simply have to. We simply have to. There's no time. There's just no time. Well, everybody, so. everybody, everybody here knows they know the rhythm. Like sometimes it's a busy day in the kitchen and sometimes it's not. And today's just one yeah. of the busier days in the kitchen. Yeah. It's a busy right. day. Order up. Order cup up. Cup date. Cup date number one. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra. This is some advice for your recent caller, um, Republic Cake. Um, I thought you guys gave, you know, some really good ideas, but I thought you should take this a different route, you know? Instead of being honest or lying, she should go ahead and charge the Republicans that want to do the gender reveal cakes, but upcharge them. Make this a Robin Hood situation. Mm. Take that money, you know, charge them that extra 50 or $60, and then go donate it to a charity of your choice that's going to better you know, uh, the lives of transgender or gender non-conforming people. So that's my idea. You know, the good old steal from the rich, give to the poor, um, eat the rich. So, um, yeah, y'all have a great day. Thanks. Thank you so much. This was such a great idea. I'm so mad I didn't think of it. Um, we got this absolutely. one a couple times. We have, yeah. we have we have very smart, sort of crafty listeners. But this crafty happened to be listeners. the shortest the shortest of the, yes. the ones who suggested um, this, and we celebrate that here. Mm-hmm. We celebrate shortness. Um, short our short king, our short our king. Short just, king. 
thing. <laughs> Who just left us an amazing piece of advice for Republic Cakes. So yes, Republic Cakes, if you're listening, please um, don't do any of the things that Sydney or I suggested. Do this. Um, upcharge, upcharge, upcharge. Make that money and then donate it. Um, what's next? What's next? Hello. Um, I am in the middle of listening to Stephanie gambling, uh, whatever, HIPAA, HIPAA, definitely gambling HIPAA episode. I'm just listening to the last week's episode. I'm sitting here, out to bite. I'm eating my lunch, which is graham crackers and chocolate. And I'm sure you're getting an influx of calls uh, from probably more recently than now. Um, but I just, I, 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 imagine my horror to hear <laughs> told advice to get, <laughs> To get uh, her partner into debt. I okay. This is um that advice for anyone dealing with addiction. You cannot manufacture a rock bottom. Um, I it's you don't know where his rock bottom is. Um, definitely, you know, therapy, rehab, all of that stuff is like what I'm sure what he needs. And I think what you settled on and if, well, I have not, I just, I had to call right away. Um, uh, please do not try to make somebody feel bad. <laughs> like, I, you don't know, like, like it will definitely make him feel worse to lose someone else's money. And he sounds like a great guy, but it won't guarantee that he stops or changes things. It might and he gets into worse things. And I, yes, am outside getting my vitamin D. And yes, that was the garbage truck. Thank you so much. I love you both. Goodbye. Um, okay, drag me. <laughs> drag me in my incredible advice. I actually, <laughs> I actually really chose this just for the energy of the beginning of the call. <laughs> it was so manic. It really felt like um, she had a time limit. <laughs> Her lunch minute is like three minutes long, but she wants to use two minutes to, <laughs> to give us feedback. But I just also appreciated that phrase of manufacturing rock bottom. I hadn't heard that mm -hmm. before, and I thought it mm -hmm. might be an interesting and helpful way to frame the situation. But mostly I, I just... I would like to double down and say she absolutely should manufacture a rock bottom for her. But that's the producer in you. That's the producer in you. That's your bias as a producer. Joel, producer Kim Booster. Joel, yeah, whatever. Was going to be playful, but not. Let's save it for the horrible names we're about to make up for the new callers. We got one final. Hi, I want to leave a second opinion for Dung Ho because I have been in this exact situation of having a longtime partner who you love dearly, but sex has fallen to the wayside for a long time. And we found that we were not fully telling each other what we like, like what actually makes us feel good. And so during sex, we weren't actually feeling good and therefore not desiring it from that person anymore. And so this may not be your reasoning, Dumb ho, but I do think the only thing that you can truly do to start having more sex with your partner is to super openly talk about what's going on. Do you want to fix it and how you can start doing that? Um, couples therapy is an amazing idea, of course, Joel and Mitra. Um, and if you're not able to afford that or if your partner is really resistant, then you guys should definitely just do it yourself. And it can feel really awkward and hard 
um, especially if it's something you've been avoiding for a long time, but it's so worth it because I am someone who's come out on the other side to like actually figuring out the root of the problem and then both of us like taking action to address that. And also I find that opening a relationship to fix a problem will probably not fix that problem. And the best time to open it is probably when things are actually really good and you just want to spice things up or try something new. But I'm not sure opening the relationship would fix you and your partner not having sex. It's just my opinion. Okay. So that's all. You can do this. Good luck. Talk about the sex you want to have. Okay. Bye. Okay. I didn't like her attitude. I didn't like her attitude at all. Okay. I really need her to turn down the attitude before she calls in again. So rude. Um, so toxic. So toxic. So, and this is a classic so kind of voicemail we get. Rude, condescending, cruel, well, insulting to us personally. Exactly. Hurt my feelings. Hurt exactly. my feelings. <laughs> I, leave, I leave this call feeling worse about myself. <laughs> I know the whole time the call was going, I was like, wow, this person just like, I feel so taken care of. Like imagine being in a re- relationship with this person. They like yeah. seem wonderful. And that's why they should be gone. Don't listen yeah. to the pod. Don't call yeah. in. Don't, don't call. You're don't blocked. write. <laughs> You're blocked. You're blocked. We're officially blocking your IP. You can no longer download this podcast. We have Too healthy. Official decree. Too healthy. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Okay. Mitra and I are going to take a quick break and recover from that and figure out how to block her IP address from downloading the pod. And by the time we get back, by the time we get back, she will no longer be a listener. She will no longer be a listener of our podcast. Okay. Okay. So give us one second. And we're back. And she's blocked. And we couldn't. Also, I have a gel manicure and I, I like have realized I'm like talking with my hands so you much. You really more. are. Yeah. I never have, I never have my nails done or painted, but I have to, I quote, have to have them done for the show. I'm in charge, but I'm like, I have to have them. <laughs> the man. <laughs> um, anyway, but I just talk with my hands more and you guys will never know that, but I had to address it for Joel and Chelsea because I keep pointing. <laughs> yeah, she really is. She really is. She, I was about to, I, I was about to make a bad joke. I'm so glad I stopped myself. And that's growth. And that's growth. That's growth. That's um, growth. Because now it's less work for Ryan to do later when I ask him to cut it out because I feel like I'll get canceled. The things um, we cut out of this podcast. The things we cut out of this podcast. <laughs> and, and it might come to us as a, like sort of a shock to some of our listeners that we edit this podcast at all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we don't. We don't. We, a we a don't. very kind, a very kind person does, but we yeah. don't. But we, we don't. sort of listen through and we go, "Oh my god, wait, I oh. said that. Cut that out. No. Cut that out. <laughs> that doesn't. What I said and meant actually doesn't represent me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a reflection of who I am as a person. The thing that I believe is not a reflection of me as a person." <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's listen to the first email. I would love to read it. Joel, thoughts oh, on that? Okay. I, w- I was going to say um, I should read it, but I absolutely want you to take the wheel here and read it. I'm just putting myself out there. And you did a great job. Thank you. Dear Heather and Heather, Joel and Mita, Mitra and Joel, <laughs> celebrating the typos in this one. I love you all equally. 
I'm a counselor whose best friends are also counselors and who also has a therapist. And I know that coping and building new thought patterns takes time, blah, 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 fucking blah. But I am still feeling so raw and gutted about this and would love to hear about how you've managed changing relationships in your life. I know Mitra balances being devoted and close to her siblings with her physical distance from them. And I know Joel is grappling with huge grief and life changes that may provoke thoughts about closeness. I'm 30 and I'm moving into a place of my own for the first time. I love my roommates and in particular have been able to live with my brother as one of my roommates for the past seven years. We survived a hugely abusive childhood together and have been taking care of different family emergencies together through this time. And while I often feel distant from him because he is a very guarded and reserved person, it has brought me peace and closeness to see him cooking spaghetti at, and, at midnight with his little headphones on or to see him tinkering away on his car in the driveway. Even at times when we are not emotionally super close, that physical closeness has meant the world to me. I just broke the news to him that I am moving out. I focused on how special he is, how I love him so much, how it's been such a precious gift to me to have spent these years in adulthood sticking together, and how me moving out is just about fulfilling a dream of having my own space. But it's the end of an era. We'll never be this physically close again, and even when we spend time in the future, I know he'll have his outside face on. I'm leaving behind the special privilege of getting to see his softest, most vulnerable inside face. Cool, I am crying as I type this. He was warm, understanding, and even teary-eyed at at listening to me go the fuck off about how important our relationship is to me. I could tell that he was sad and shocked at the news, though he tried to keep a straight face. We're planning ways to have regular dinners, go on camping trips together, and stay close. I know relationships change and that I would have moved out sometime or another. I feel huge amounts of entangled responsibility for other people's feelings because I have a super cute, anxious attachment style. Do you have ideas for how to be more secure and believing, in re- and believing relationships can withstand change? Change often feels like loss to me. I feel like losing closeness and and grieve feeling responsible for that lost closeness. How do you affirm and reassure yourself? What the fuck? Will I be able to stop crying? Will I be so lonely living on my own that I crawl into a pile of mulch in the backyard and let mushrooms overtake my body? Lots of love from your number one bisexual Asian fan. Wow, our number one. And that's really saying something because there are millions. (laughs) Yes, huge. Um, At least Self-appointed. Self-appointed. I I actually feel like that we should have a competition of sorts. I would be scared to know like what the like qualification is. (laughs) 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 Um, Okay. What should we name this person? So we've got a brother-sister dynamic. What about Um, um, sibling rivalry? (laughs) Sibling rivalry. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Mutra's firing on all cylinders at 6 a.m. in the morning. (laughs) Um, Okay. I mean, here's the thing. I think part of this, she's worked out on her own just from physically typing this. I feel like we have just been soundboarded. We've been soundboarded. Like Guantanamo Bay. No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because comparing this email to torture. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I think by the time, I think that what she really needed to do in part was, what she needed to do in part was um, write this down. And I, and she For sure. has accomplished that. And, and I think like the crying as she types it and stuff like that, like she's, she's working it out as she types the email. Yes. And that's I an exercise that, for sure. Yeah. Um, so moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I also think like, I, I think part, part of what 
I think might help is also just like, and I think you're like, you're doing such a good job of reflecting and articulating your feelings, but also like putting it in context and thinking about like, could you have had this conversation? Like how far you've probably come from the childhood that you describe? Like, could you have ever imagined yourself like having this like incredibly healthy conversation with your brother? Mm-hmm. I, I I imagine not like at a certain point in your life, like that is such progress and like says so much about your relationship that you're able to have this conversation. Like, I just think you're, you're doing everything right. You're letting this person know how much they mean to you. That's all that you can control. Like as someone who does feel very responsible for like manufacturing circumstances where those around me feel happy all the time. <laughs> like I do think I I think it's important which you have acknowledged to understand that that is not possible and all you can do is let people know how you feel about them and try like be as be as good and nice as you can to the people that you love and like the nice thing like and all you can really do because it, you can't like this is just going to be different. Like, I mean, I felt, I felt, I felt really sad when Patty and I stopped living together. And I was like, Mm -hmm. that is a very like sibling esque relationship for me in my life. And I was like, wow, this is probably the last time we're going to live together. I mean, maybe we would do it again, but I, I just think like it felt like a real growing up moment. Like we, and we really have, we really have Patty and I really have grown up together over the last decade of being friends. And it felt like this moment where we're like, okay, we're, we're moving on to this like next step of adulthood. We're not like nasty little roommates together anymore. And that felt like such a big deal. And I, it was this feeling of like, our, like our friendship will change, but it really hasn't like it would like you, you, because there, there is also something really nice about making time for another person. And like right. you take, you take someone in your space for granted a lot of the time because they just are there all the time. So this feeling of like, what's a meaningful activity? What's a fun activity we can do together? And like, it just, you, you will believe it in practice that you will see, like you, you will make that effort. You will step up and like show your brother that you care and that you want to spend time with him. So you have to just trust yourself and you have to trust your brother because he's also an adult and you love each other and you will continue to spend time together. Right. I think just accepting and girding your loins and preparing yourself for the work that's now going to be involved in the relationship is really important because it is going to be it's going to be a little bit more work and you're, and you, you acknowledge that in the email, you're, you're planning dinners, you're planning events and stuff like that. Um, but it is going to be, it, it's your relationship has to be more intentional now. And you understand that. And, um, just preparing yourself for that is going to be really, um, important. And maybe here's some ideas that I'm just going to throw out to keep you guys close. Sleepovers. Cute. Maybe sleepover. Cute. Maybe a cute non-sexual sleepover would be nice. Cute. Um, tickle fights. Tickle fights. I think it, uh, an adult non-sexual tickle fight could be really what? bonding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think, yeah. Butterfly kisses. Butterfly you are kisses are sick. really intimate. <laughs> you are fucking sick. <laughs> I'm just trying to be helpful. Okay, this is the parasite talking. This is the parasite talking. (laughs) (laughs) The parasite makes me suggest butterfly kisses for literally all of (laughs) us. I'm I'm a doctor and I'm prescribing butterfly kisses today. Ew. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) I do think also, though, like, real, like, 
I'm doing things that feel chill and like you're living together again is really fun too. Like, like having, like having sort of having Patty over for like sort of open-ended hangs where we would just like watch a bunch of movies and like sit on our phone and be lazy and stuff also like felt really normal and nice. And that's something that like not having like everything you do be like a big event that feels urgent, like also just doing things that feel relaxing and, Mm -hmm. and normal. Um, and butterfly kisses, of course. And butterfly kisses, of course. So good gross. luck. <laughs> Moving on. When was the last time you did a butterfly kiss, though? Um. So is it's not technically a butterfly kiss when you um sort of rub your dick against another guy's dick through the pants, right? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read this email. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra. I'm a student at an American university, she, her pronouns, but I've been thinking about transferring to a school in Australia. While things have been going pretty well for me academically, I find the people at my current school care too much about grades and mostly don't know how to have a good work-life balance. I've made some friends, but still feel really lonely and sad where I'm at. I am in therapy. I'm a dual citizen in the U.S., Australia, but haven't been able to spend any time in Australia since I was a baby. It'd be great to be able to go there and the People are supposed to be very friendly and chill. Still, the school I go to now is probably a better fit for the career I want and the research I want to do. And the school I'd be transferring to is really big and I don't have a support system there. I could take a leave of absence from my school and try the other school for a semester, but that feels a bit backhanded. I could also stay at my college and just study abroad until I graduate, but I'd still have a semester at home. Cost is similar for both schools. I know there's something to be said for making the best of your current situation, but it honestly sounds really appealing to go 10,000 miles away. I love traveling and have completely fresh start. Sorry if this was long. Have a lovely day. Okay, you have imposter syndrome. This was the perfect length of an email. Perfect length, yeah. babe. <laughs> You're yeah, yeah, killing yeah. it. You're killing the email length game. <laughs> um, so what should we name her? Down Under, a okay. Koala. Um, Sydney Opera Dundee. House. <laughs> Um, Melbourne, um, Melbourne, <laughs> Melbourne, <laughs> Crocodile Dundee, um, Crocodile Dunshee, of she, course, Crocodile Dunshee, of course, whatever, Crocodile Dunshee. Um, Anytime we do like a pronoun based one now, I just feel like whatever. Okay, uh, fine. Whatever. Yes, yes, we did the thing. The people, we did the thing. The people, people clamor for it. People <laughs> demand it. People get sad when we don't do it. We're um, playing the hits. That's what I feel like is we're playing the hits. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's what we got famous for. Okay. Yes. So we got yeah. famous for. We want to um, be playing the new stuff, but we have to like acknowledge our roots. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I love Australia so much. I've spent a lot of time in Australia doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival for like three years. And um, I think that you should go to the school in Australia. Go! Go! To the school in Australia, babe. Listen, if you want friendly and chill, then yes, go. And here's the thing. Here's the thing about maybe the school you're at being better for your career and the research you want to do fake that's boo fake. boo that's fake. fuck that's school totally go go babe you're go you're go you're so young you're so young and listen like you, who cares about your career and the research you want to do just go to the school <laughs> in australia because also if it truly sucks go back like, yeah. like it just is fine like i feel like there's at this point particular time in life like when you're in school everything feels like it will be the thing that determines the rest of your life and it might be but it probably won't be and you can just go you have this awesome opportunity to go somewhere cool and different 
And yeah. you should go. And open, by the way, completely open from COVID. Completely open from COVID. Okay. You don't even have to check to make sure the ass you're eating is vaccinated over there right now. Okay. Cause you can just do it. Um, and I just want to take a second and throttle you because I could take a leave of absence from my school and try the other school for a semester, but that feels a bit backhanded. Babe, schools don't have feelings. They don't care schools about you. Schools don't have they feelings. They want your they money. Not, yeah, exactly. It's a business. It's a scam. It's a Go. scam. No, no one, no one is going to feel slighted. If you try another school for a semester and then if you hate it, you go, you come back. But I guarantee you, you won't hate it. I it just, guarantee you won't hate it. This is the time. Go. Get out. Right now. It's the end of you and me. Thoughts? Um, gorgeous. Um, I wanted you. sort of, I wanted a parody. You gave me sort of straight up song. <laughs> I know, um, but I had to honor her yeah. <laughs> by bastardizing her music. <laughs> honor her by singing her music horribly. <laughs> I will say, be careful. The spiders are bigger out there. They're, Australia <laughs> Australia has some of the worst animals known to the planet. Um, koalas, trash, trash animals, sleeping <laughs> 20 hours a day. That's with great. chlamydia. You're jealous. <laughs> You're jealous. <laughs> screaming. Just screaming animals. Um, useless. Useless things. Um, Sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. You would screaming, know, wake, about it. Sleeping 20 hours a day then waking up to scream. Sounds like <laughs> a dream. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm jealous. You're right. I'm absolutely jealous. Um but yeah, okay. they're, Australia is always coming up with new terrifying animals. Um, so be careful out there. <laughs> they're a leading industry uh, for yeah. inventing new terrifying animals. <laughs> maybe, but I that's maybe say, what their research is in. <laughs> yeah. I will say the other thing about Australia is there are, there are only five face templates for white men in Australia. Um, they all have the same five faces. And that is a little jarring sometimes because, um, I don't know if it's, if it's like because of incest or what, but, um, they only have five faces on Australia and that takes some getting used to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's sort of going to be one of the immediate culture shocks. Yeah. For sure. Um, and there's a really good subway in Melbourne that you should go to in Adena and, but next to the Adena hotel, go to that. Okay. What makes it good? What makes it good? <laughs> um, they knew my name by the time I left the country. Blocking you. <laughs> Blocking you. <laughs> okay. Moving on. We've got another and it email has, And here. it has the world's only naturally occurring opera house. <laughs> it sprang from the sea. <laughs> the Sydney Opera House sprang from the sea. <laughs> That's all. Moving on. <laughs> You read this one. Okay. Hello, Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel love you both equally. I'm a 34-year-old she-her who got engaged a month ago to an extremely lovely, all caps, man. We've been together for five years. We are truly in love and have an excellent relationship. So excited to get married. Blah, blah, blah. You get the idea. So... Yesterday, I checked my Instagram to see I have a follow request from my ex. I have a private Insta account. Ugh healthy. We had a very toxic relationship that lasted far longer than it should have. I blocked him from everything. I've not seen or spoken to him in over five years. I've even considered going to therapy to sort out some of the lasting effects the relationship left on me. 
So with that being said, do I accept his request? The unhinged side of me is tempted to accept so I can rub it in his face how happy I am now. It would also be nice to confront him on how bad of a person he was if he is trying to reach out. Maybe it will somehow lead to some kind of closure of all the resentment I still carry. The reasonable side of me thinks it would be best to continue to block him and leave all of that toxicity in the past. I have spoken to my fiance about it. And he says he will support whatever my decision is. Sigh. Thank you. Anyway, any and all... Advice would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. P.S. Me, George Joel. Please consider sitting on my face. My fiance will support whatever your decision is. <laughs> okay. Love this fiance. <laughs> yeah. He seems like sort of a doormat. Um, <laughs> I will say this is a very Pandora's box vibe. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, Pandora. <laughs> nope. We couldn't get there. Pandora's toxic choices. Yes. <laughs> I like Pandora's talks. Pandora's talks. Okay. I yeah. love that. Pandora's talks. Um, um what do you so, think, Meech? Okay. I, I think if it were me, uh, the okay, here's what I want to know is does the ex if the ex has a private account? I would let them in because I would want to know what is going on with them. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if they have a public account, there is no reason to grant them access. <laughs> wow. That is way more toxic than I thought you were going to be. I thought you were going to say staunchly, no, do not let him in. Do not engage. But I, know. I actually agree. I agree. If he has a private account, you should absolutely say yes. Yeah. Um, and then and then sift through everything and then block again. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I would just want to know, like, what do you, what do you look like now? What are you doing? And then, yeah, and then let them. I, I don't, I don't think you're going to get anything from engaging with him, Mm-mm. but it might be healing to see like what trips he's been on. And, and it, yeah, it'll probably fix everything for you to like, know, like what his wardrobe is like now. <laughs> yeah. And I think I, it'll make it bring you peace to know if he has a dog. You know? Yes. Ultimately, yes. Keeping him blocked is the better choice. But I just don't think you will. (laughs) No. I just think that, like, the curiosity will kill you and you just want to see. But I think having, like, a confrontation about past wrongs that were done to you over Instagram DM. No, babe. No. (laughs) Why? No. No, Don't be that girl. No. Don't be her. Don't be her. No, it's not not going to help you. You have a great, sweet fiance who seems to be okay with you doing literally anything. Anything. (laughs) 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 So hold on to that. And here's, here's what I'll say. I think you should accept the request and then follow him if his account is private set a timer on your phone for like 10 minutes that's how much time you get to sift through anything on his page and then you go through and like just have some fun like play some sort of like stressful music <laughs> like, like you're on a spy mission you go through everything as fast as you can and then you reblock after 10 yeah. minutes and that's you, my little be- game for you before you like before you block you like every single picture <laughs> you like every single picture on his page and then you block and, and one heart you, on a photo from like 2012. <laughs> yes. And then and then you say bye-bye. You bye. say bye-bye. <laughs> and you lock him out again. And that will really fuck with him. That yeah. will really fuck with him. And I think that's what you really want. I don't think you want closure. I think you want to fuck with him. You want him to bit. feel like shit. So give him the opportunity to feel like shit and then kick him to the curb. <laughs> you could do like you could do something really fucked up. Like you could create a new account of a hot girl 
with mm. in tandem with your fiance and you and your fiance could start flirting with him using this account mm. and sort of um if you really be, really be the villain yeah, yeah yeah and then like truly sort of catfish him into revealing secrets about himself and really getting into like what his life looks like now if you want to go a step further from instagram um and it could be a fun sort of activity that brings you and your fiance even closer together and it sounds like he'd be down it sounds like he'd be down to do this your fiance all we know about your fiance is that he's addicted to saying yes to you <laughs> 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 Which we love. We love that. Yeah. We, love, we that. love that. Enjoy. Um, enjoy. Have a great wedding. Have a great wedding. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Should we move on to our next email? Well, actually, here's the thing, Nitra. <gasps> we need to take a break. No. Yes. But we were I having know. so much fun. I know. I know. It kills my vibe. It kills the role. It just like, ugh, it sucks. But we have to take a break. Fine. Okay. Mitra, come on. What are you silent? Oh, you silenced. (laughs) (laughs) Take the break, Uh, Mitra. Okay. Bye. And we're back. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Then a dark place after what Joel just did to me. I'm sorry, but it's um it's a corporate mandate that we have to take two breaks. Okay. Okay. And I love you know corporate mandates. You know me. I love corporate mandates and you, you love corporate mandates. <laughs> yeah, we both love to be mandated by corporate. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. We have another email and I'm going to read this one. <gasps> wow. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra, Chelsea, Ryan, July, and Greta, if she's listening. I'm going to throw she's in not. Sydney as well. <laughs> Trust me, she's not, babe. Our they're friends do not listen to this they're podcast. They're not listening, babe. <laughs> they do not care, okay? <laughs> None of them care about a podcast. None of them care. We could get canceled tomorrow, and in five months, someone would be like, how's urgent care going? <laughs> Our friends don't care about us. Do I listen to every episode of Las Culturistas? Yes. Have they ever picked up the phone and listened to our podcast? No. Okay. Seek treatment, live and die by it. Have they, do they even know we have a podcast? Probably not. <laughs> disgusting. Our friends are disgusting and they disgust me. Um, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joel just had to get through his prepared statement. <laughs> okay here it goes my boyfriend and i have been together for almost four years he's so loving and kind and i love him deeply however there has been a there has been a reoccurring problem that keeps popping up i don't know how to compliment him or when i do it comes out awkward and weird for example he'll compliment me and tell me he loves my butt valid my butt is great but when then i try to compliment him i just say the same thing back like I love your butt too, or something that a serial killer would say, like, I love your whole body. He's told me before (laughs) that when I give not specific or vague compliments, that makes him feel self-conscious because he thinks I just don't have any sincere compliments to give him. He admits this is more of a self-esteem problem he has, and he shouldn't rely on my compliments alone for personal validation. I'm going to bring this up with my therapist on Saturday, but I would love to know your opinion. How do you compliment a significant other? Should I even be stressing about this? Am I completely clueless to how relationships work? Should this be something my boyfriend is figuring out for himself? Any help is appreciated. You have my permission to sit on my face. Thank you. 
Compliment. I love your whole body. <laughs> I love your whole body. I love your whole body. Um, let's see here. She's bad at compliments. She is a serial killer. Ted Bundy. Um, uh, the Night Stalker. Um, the Nice Stalker. The Nice Stalker. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sort of a stretch, um, but we'll go with it. We'll go with um, it. <laughs> here's can, here's what I want to I want to post to our 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 reader, our chef here. Um, babe, have you ever heard of this thing called love languages? Okay, and there's a little thing I like to call love languages, and people have different love languages. And it sounds like your boyfriend, one of his love languages is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it sounds like that is not how you process love. Um, and that is okay. In fact, what I think you should do is you should pinpoint what your love language is and sort of articulate that to your boyfriend and be like, babe, I know I'm not good at giving you compliments, but I love to give your little feats the rub, you know? Yeah. I Touching. think, Gifts. but I think also like, you know, I, I think this was something that I really wasn't very good at. And then I like have consciously kind of trained myself to, I, I really struggled to um, give compliments in the moment. And I, and I, I, I really, I really related to this call. And I think it's just, it might not be the way that you like express yourself, but it is something your partner is really seeking from you. So one thing that worked for me when I was like, sort of just training myself to be able to compliment was to like, write those things down and like uh and and i i i find that i work better in a written medium and i would Mm. like write little notes and like put them up around places or something like that which is corny but like you're still giving them those specific words of affirmation but you don't have to like improv them or whatever like that was always because i would always get so um I would get so flustered when I would hear a compliment that I would just be like, I would do something very similar or I would just be like, you're crazy, (laughs) whatever, like, and then not, not give the person what they, they wanted. But it's like, but also like your boyfriend doesn't have to give a compliment expecting a compliment immediately in return, which like, that's, that's not the point. So, and I, and I think your boyfriend knows like your boyfriend seems to know that that's not the point, but I don't know if he does actually. That's so, actually the, the way you bring that up, Mitra, that, that makes me pissed off at him. It <laughs> makes me pissed off at him for him expecting to get a compliment back. Like this is some sort of gift of the Magi situation where it's like one in, one out. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's something worth mentioning is like, but, but then, then I think one thing you can do is figure out a way that like feels real to you to give him these validating words, whether it's like sending him a text in the middle of the day or something like that. And being like, I was just thinking about blah, 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 blah. And I love that. Huge throbbing member, huge cock in my throat. throat. And I love it. The way it stretches (laughs) my throat out. I feel like I (laughs) shove a football down there and not even hit the walls of my throat at Uh this point. It feels like a (laughs) seashell. You can hear the ocean. It's so hollow in my throat right now because your huge throbbing cock was in and out, in and out. Love you, babe. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think it's like it's worth trying to 
engage with the thing that makes your partner happy, but do it in a way that feels real to you because it also feels bad to have someone like I've like I had a I had a uh, was dating someone who like wouldn't compliment me. And I was like, please compliment me. <laughs> like it makes me feel good. And he would just be like he would say like the most like vague shitty things. And it was like, OK, actually don't compliment me. <laughs> So I don't know. I I feel like you and the boyfriend are in the wrong here. Both Some of them are wrong? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying you, Mitra. Oh, I'm in the wrong. And the but, boyfriend are in the wrong. But why not like try and make people feel good the way they are asking? Because some <laughs> people aren't built that way. I, I feel like maybe try accepting the love that you're getting in the specific way that you're getting, Mitra. Okay. Huh? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that guy was giving you gifts. Maybe he was giving you back rubs. Maybe he was a hey, piece of shit. Look, at the end of the day, I trained myself to be fine without getting any validation. <laughs> it did work out. <laughs> I'm kidding. I think you deserve compliments. I'm just unconvinced that this boyfriend deserves compliments. I don't think he do, I don't think he should expect a compliment the second that he gives you one. Yeah. Like that's that's like that seems to be the pattern and it's like you don't you can also just take the compliment. Like you can be like thank you, love you and then give him a compliment later. later like you don't on. have to yeah. you don't have to respond with something of like equal or greater value. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that and that is something that like both of you should get used to is just like giving a compliment. Like and that's and that's and that's hard for many women. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? Why is that hard for women? It's not that's not hard for me. So I don't understand why it would be hard for women. Cuz women are stupid. Oh. And our bones are brittle. Because <laughs> like, we're not because we're not taking Sally Fields Boniva. <laughs> <laughs> like little birds, like little birds just crushable. But that's why women can fly. Okay, do we move on to our final call? Yeah, this you're in a goofy mood. You put the order in to get today, and I gotta <laughs> say, you're a little imp. You're a little imp. You knew that we didn't have a lot of time today, and you little imp, you put in this last call. And well, let's just get to it. Okay, I just had to pause the Real Housewives of Potomac season two reunion part one. To do push-ups, I don't, I I did 10 push-ups, and I'm, uh, am I okay? (laughs) Also, I want to know who, who do you think is the grand dom of this podcast? Please sit on my face. Bye. Okay, I guess we got to name this person. Okay. Um, Bravo, Andy Cohen. Um, Chelsea Marcus down. Um, so Johnny Bravo, she's a body, but she's push ups, right? Oh, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. Johnny, Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Chelsea coming in with the save. Love the that. save. Get it, getting us the out save. of here. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's Johnny, Johnny with an I. Yes. Johnny with an I. Johnny with an uh, I. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Bravo. Um, 
I see. It's so funny because this I saw this call come in and I was like, well, we're definitely not using this one. Uh, <laughs> but when I was making the order at 1230 a.m. last night, I was <laughs> laughing. I was laughing because I had also just read through the product page of La Dame Perfume and like reading all the notes of like the perfume. $71. Um, the grand dumb of this podcast is July. <laughs> It's true. He's okay. the one. He's Perfect. the one. I mean, he makes he makes the big decisions. Mm-hmm. He is, yeah, he's our grand dunk for sure. For There's sure. no question. There's no There's question. no question in my mind. Who do you identify with on Potomac? Um, Who would you say you are if you had to pick? Probably Robin. Mm. Hats, you know, still Hats. haven't gotten your hat. Still Incredible. haven't gotten your hat. I really, I've said this before, but it's perfect either way. It's perfect if one day the hat comes, it'll be an amazing little treat, but it makes absolute sense. And it's equally a gift that it's not coming. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you identify with on Potomac? Like Wendy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. You I don't think I identify with any of like the fun ones for sure. I I always identify with whoever like the most boring one is. I feel like I identify with like Eileen. Like (laughs) it's always the one who's like where you watch and you go, she shouldn't be doing this. (laughs) Yeah. She brings nothing. She She brings nothing. She has, she has a lot more to give outside of this show. Yes. Um, well, Mitra, um, uh, any final thoughts? Any any questions on why she did push-ups in the middle of the Potomac reunion? Stress, maybe. <laughs> maybe stress, but also I feel like sometimes when I'm when I I'm too deep in the housewives hole, I do feel like I sort of have to counterbalance like what I'm doing to my brain by doing something good to my body. Mm. So maybe the ten push-ups makes up for um, 25, 40 minute long episodes. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think, Joel? I don't care. Okay, um, love you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. If you want to no, be a part no, of this show, no. email at urgentcarepod at gmail.com or call 323-334-0371. Thanks, Chelsea. Thank you, uh, July R.I.P. Ryan, um, <laughs> who's not with us today. Thank you, <laughs> Colin Anderson. Thank you, everyone at Earwolf. Um, I want to send a special, deep, heartfelt thank you to my co-host, Mitra Lynn Johari. Lynn! (laughs) That's my sister's middle name. Oh, wow. I was close then. And I want to give a heartfelt shout out to my co-host, Joel Elizabeth Booster. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that would be I, that would be nice. <laughs> it's not not far away from my actual middle name. I know. But, all right. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Um. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, How do you think it went? How do you think this the early morning record went? I think we sort of tanked the end, but otherwise it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. I think we really tapered off at the end, but we're getting you out on time, and that's all that matters. 
That's huge. Um, Thank you so much to my co-host, Joel, for another stellar week. Thanks, everyone, for calling and voicemailing and emailing. I'm really trying to get the energy up on the way out. We spent spent 18 minutes at the end of the podcast thanking different people. Um, Thank you so much to anyone who's ever volunteered in their life. Um, Thank you so much to whoever came up with the idea for a computer. Like, that connects us. Thank you to our parents, okay? They worked so hard. They That's worked true. so hard to get us to the point where we could waste their hard work on a podcast, you know? <laughs> Thank you to my dad for um, laughing at one of my comedy videos for literally the first time in my memory this week. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, Have an amazing time it? with your mom, Joel. Thank you. I will have an amazing time in Seattle in the beautiful weather. Chelsea, have an amazing time at a baby showers that you're going to on Zoom. Um, we're all just living our best lives. We have to go. No. <laughs> and, it, no. It, and really, my only prescription for the listeners out there is give someone a butterfly kiss this week. <laughs> give them a butterfly kiss or an Eskimo kiss, the kind that I said. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 